Hi, it's Monica. Before we start the podcast today, I'd like to tell you a little bit about Eclipse Performance. At Eclipse, we design personalized programs to help you change habits or behaviors, such as help you lose weight, stop smoking, build confidence, or sleep better. For more information, visit EclipsePerformance.com. That's Eclipse with a Y, Performance.com. This podcast is brought to you today by jendavis.com. Jen Davis is a life coach that takes people from stuck to success. Success means something different for everyone, so coaching with Jen is a one-on-one, highly personalized training system. Jen works with a client to crush goals, overcome any obstacles they face, and create a custom plan for sustainable success. jendavis.com. Welcome to the Mind Mix. It's the podcast where two friends talk about what's on our mind, about our minds, when it comes to mind. Good morning, Monica. Good morning, Jen. How are you today? Pretty good. How are you? I am well. I am well. Uh, I am still reeling from the verdict. Right. That has come down. You and I have spoken about this before. Um, I'm speaking about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. Yep. The big that, trial that captivated everybody, yeah. myself included. <laughs> yeah. And that's not a regular thing for us. Not at all. No. And every day I found myself on YouTube looking at clips. So what was it about this trial that captivated us so much? You specifically. Me specifically, I identified with Johnny Depp because I have had people lie about me. And I believe 100% that Amber Heard was lying. Oh, so did the jury. There's no way (laughs) you know. Okay, we all know a person who is abusive and a person who is not. By watching their behavior... You know whether you want to listen to it or not, whether you want to ignore it or create excuses, you know. There is nothing about Johnny Depp that remotely says, I abuse my wife. Well, and it's so interesting because admittedly so, right, and it all came out in trial, he's all kinds of fucked up. He is, but a wife beater he is not. And, okay, so here's the kicker thing for me. She said she got punched in the face too many times to remember by a man twice her size with rings all over her fingers. And yet, his fingers, sorry, rings all over his fingers. And yet, she had a fake black eye and that's it. Oh, going Your face on. would be cut to <laughs> fuck. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> well, and and the timeline not adding up, right? So I got no. I, I got physically abused. He he bruised my face. He cut my lip. And then I went on a talk show the next day, acting fine, like everything's normal. And yeah, a lot of suspect things. A lot of suspect things. So, and of I, course we weren't there, so we don't know for exactly, sure. Exactly, exactly. However, we don't know. I don't believe that for us second yeah have you ever seen a fight even like a boxing match (laughs) an mma fight you get punched in the face more times than you remember (laughs) without rings on your fingers there's some marks you know i and are not covered up by makeup i'm sorry you can't cover up a cut i well i mean with the magnificent makeup artists out there these days you know that's what she claimed oh my my makeup artists are so good they were able to right but not one of them could testify to the fact that they in fact did that 
Um, so yeah, you know, I am fascinated because I can only imagine the the severe mental health issues mm-hmm. that that a woman or a man, but specifically in this case Amber, would have to have in Definitely. order to perpetuate Definitely. the thickness. Yes. Of the accusations, yeah, that were. And now coming. she's committed. So now she's in. She's not going back on this story. And I think it would be absolutely amazing and incredibly courageous for her to come out and say, "You know what? This isn't exactly what happened." But that's not what's going to happen. No. I would love to see that happen because I would regain some respect for her. I was indifferent to her before. But now I just don't have any respect for her because I feel like she's lying and I don't have respect for that. And if she came out with the truth, I would at least have some respect for her. Be like, because you know what? That takes a tremendous amount of courage. If you have made up this story, she's gone to trial, she's been all over every news outlet, social media, everything picked this up. It just fascinated everybody. For her to actually say at this point, okay, this wasn't exactly what happened, would take way more courage than I think she's willing to give. Oh yeah, that's not going to happen. Even her statement after the verdict doubled oh, down on you know how disappointed yes. she was that justice yes. wasn't served in this case. Yes. Um, but justice was served at this case. I no. believe that 100%. And this whole Me Too movement, this whole Believe All Women, like... How can you say that? Because most, I would say the vast majority of women do not lie about this. And it does need to be taken seriously, 100%. However, there's always people who are not going to be honest. Yeah, well, that's where due process comes in. And the, the blanket believe, believe all women. Now, here's the deal. We heard on record her abusing him. We did. And brilliant on his attorney's case. They had the female attorney crossing Mm -hmm. her. Could you imagine a man crossing her and saying, now, do you hear yourself? You're hitting him. But the female saying, now, imagine if, because what on tape you hear Amber Heard saying is, I'm hitting you. I'm not punching you. I'm sorry. I'm not properly punching, Mm -hmm. right? Like, she actually says, I'm hitting you. Mm -hmm. And... And the attorney, the female attorney says, imagine if you heard a man, imagine if you heard Johnny Depp saying the exact same phrase. Oh, I'm not punching you, I'm just hitting you. Yeah, Mm -hmm. imagine that. But how brilliant it was to have the woman Mm -hmm. attorney crossing her on that. And let's give props to that attorney because she is amazing. Oh, She's so, like a superhero. You know, I I have so many feelings surrounding this. Um, one of which, and the primary feeling that really guts me on this, is it is it is life-altering to accuse somebody of the abuse that she accused him of. And and I guess we see this more often in women. Uh, and yeah, because, mm-hmm. because culturally, a man's not going to come forward and be like, she abused me, right? Because there's right. something... And he did not do that. He did not. He just let it go. And and most men, and and we forget that men can be abused too, Mm -hmm. even physically, Mm -hmm. um, as we heard on the video, right? And so the the thing that I take issue with is I have been physically assaulted Mm -hmm. by 
a former partner. And it took so much for me to come out and say, like, oh my gosh, this this happened. Mm-hmm. With the bruises, with the with the the evidence, with all of the the police reports, the the pictures, it it crushes me to think that women would just say these things, right. would fabricate such life altering information. Mm-hmm. For I just I can't fathom because she wanted it lessens, and attention. Yeah, man, but it it just so much lessens the actuality of women who are in fact abused. And that is just not okay. Mm-hmm. I I have stronger words for that, but you know, deep down in my core I'm like, man, it is not okay. It is life altering. And is. we know this Absolutely. because Johnny Depp took her to court and was willing for all of his awfulness to come out, mm-hmm. right? All of the drugs, all of the alcohol, all of the the just the uckiness of his life. To right? put all of that onto the line to say, but I am not a wife beater. Exactly. I do not abuse women. And I will let all of this come out so that you all know that this is not who I am. Mm-hmm. And that's really interesting to me. And, you know, we don't often well, get... Well, it ruined his career. It did. Well, that's what he and claimed. people believed. Yeah, that's the defamation yeah. claim. I mean, people believed it. When that article came out, I think people believed it. Well... Yeah, because it was like almost unprompted, right? Yeah. It was like, oh, I'm now going to come out and say. But again, I go back to the mental health issues that this woman, and I hope she gets help. I honestly yeah. hope that those who need help get help. Absolutely. Whether it's medication, doctor, whatever, it's clear to me that this is a pattern with her mm-hmm. and that she has problems she She needs help with Mm -hmm. and I do wish her the best in that I I it just upsets me to the core that somebody would make claims to the depth that she did and and we all saw them just get turned over Mm -hmm. time after time after time and it was it sounded and this is a very personal opinion that you know maybe I shouldn't say out loud but when he says, I'm going to sue you for defamation for 50, 000, for 50 million, it almost seemed childish. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm going to sue you for 100 million. It was like, I'm going right. to double, you know? It's, it just felt... I'm going to double oh, down. Yeah, it just felt... Ugh. Yeah, it did. And the other part that, that gives me feelings is the, the part that I just spoke of, too, is that men get abused, too. They do. And you don't have this... And granted, historically, I get, I understand the Me Too movement. I'm not pleased with the founder of the Me Too movement, her her statement after the fact about how the movement had been set back. It, yeah, I don't know that it's been set back. A jury of her peers, based on evidence over a what two month trial, found that she was lying. She and was that lying. Is due it was process. pretty obvious and to so, everybody. You know, it's really, it's just, it's warped. These days, yeah. The, I, it's more important for me that the very, very minute, small amount of people who are lying are found guilty of that. Yeah, you know what I mean, because then it does it gives a bad name to everybody who is honest. Yes, she's not sitting back because she's a victim. 
Right. If there's any setting back going on, it's because she lied about it. Yeah. And then now when somebody comes forward who is actually telling the truth, then is there going to be any pushback on that? Like, well, are you really telling the truth? Because Amber Heard didn't. Yeah, it... And I didn't know these kind... I've even said that out loud a number of years ago when I, I met a few men who were expressing these experiences to me about women, their ex-wives or women that they were involved with where they chose to leave the relationship because they were being abused. But there was mm-hmm. nothing that you, you don't, you're this big guy and maybe yeah. you don't have bruises, but but if you're like half your size wife is like punching on you daily, there's something emotional. There's some, there's so many other things that affect you that, okay, maybe you don't have bruises from it, but it's still not okay. Yeah, the emotional damage of that. And I didn't know these women existed in my yeah. life, in my bubble that I grew up in, the, just however my life went. I didn't know these women. I didn't know that they existed. Mm-hmm. It, it just, it was wild to me to hear these stories. And once I started hearing them, I, I kind of picked up on them more and more and more. And you, and you hear men say... Oh, yeah, that happened to me. But, like, what are you going to say? Yeah, what are you going to do? And so, you know. Because then society looks on you as if you're weak. Right, right. It's a cultural, it's a societal thing. thing. And and so, again, this is not me trying to lessen any of those women that actually experience what they experience. Because I, myself, thank, Mm -hmm. thank God, not to the extent that it could have been. But I did experience it. And to lessen the experience of those who actually have been assaulted, abused, mm-hmm. is sickening to me. Yes. And that is what I feel like is going on. Well, I'm glad. I would hate to have been on that jury, too. But you know what? I, I'm really... It sounds like they really took their jobs thoughtfully. Yeah, it does. They didn't award the whole $50 million. Mm-hmm. They awarded 10 for, I think, the actual defamation, defamation mm-hmm. and then the, I don't Punitive even know. Damages. The, yeah. Um, and then in Virginia, it's uh, less than, they gave, they gave him five, but in Virginia, the cap is like 350. So he came out with a little over 10 and it really wasn't about the money. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about Good the money. Good chance he never sees the money. Of course. <laughs> and they, the jury awarded her two. Yeah. From his publicist, from his, from yeah, his, agent. his former attorney, I think it was, who made those statements. Yeah, so that mm-hmm. was re- that's what made me think, like, wow, they really sat down and they were like, "What truly mm-hmm. is this?" I think that they asked thoughtful questions in their deliberation. Um, so yeah, they definitely weren't biased. You know, it, it would have been so easy to be starstruck on on this mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, but then after seeing them for six weeks and right. you see them as people, they kind of, I think it kind of loses that initial, like, oh my gosh, I've seen you on TV. Yeah. When you see someone every day, then you're like, oh yeah, that's just the people in the courtroom. Yeah. Well, and going going back to what you said, where, you know, you really feel like justice was served because you have mm-hmm. been spoken yeah. falsely about. Yeah. I'm sure we all have to some extent. We all have to some and extent. And this is a little recent for you. Yeah. So would you mind sharing your experience? Well, um, I don't want to get too deep into it, but somebody who I do not know 
um, decided to make up a story about me and spread it all over the internet and to create a GoFundMe uh, based on a bunch of lies huh. to make themselves the victim out of something that never even happened. Yeah. And they raised a ton of money. And uh, there really wasn't too much I can do about that. So GoFundMe won't do anything. Uh-huh. They don't care whether it's legit or not. Just so yeah, <laughs> not to bad mouth yeah. that a particular organization, but kind of a tale of warning when you go on there because a lot of the things are not true. And they don't do any research and they don't care. Unless you have an actual judgment. Mm-hmm doesn't matter to them yeah well that kind of makes sense as far as just the platform where you collect yeah. money pay a fee and then get your money out. so yeah yeah you can't fault so. them one way or another it just it feels a word of warning it, it was very wrong and uh it bothers me a lot i do not like social injustice mm-hmm. which is probably why i was so vested in this and why that bothered me so much. Like, it's such a huge issue for me. Like, I cannot stand social injustice. I get all riled up and getting all riled up right now. Just saying, just like, <laughs> why? I just don't understand. I can't comprehend it. Why? Why, why is this an issue? Mm-hmm. Why does one person have to go and make up lies about somebody else to make themselves feel better. Like, what is wrong with our society? There's something very, very wrong that I feel like it would be great if we could fix. If we can all just stop for 30 seconds and say, we're all people. We're all doing our best. Yeah, well, you know, it's so ingrained, right? Like, these I, these people didn't just wake up and say, I'm going to spread horrific lies about no, somebody and not understand the, the impact. No, their whole life story. It's how they've been programmed from birth. Whatever happened to them and whatever set them on this track, that mm-hmm. they need that kind of attention. And this person got all the attention that they wanted. That was exactly because they got to be the, the uh, hero in this story that they created. Mm. none of which was true yeah that's so interesting it 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 reminds me of um again going back to these stories that I've heard from men about women in their past and just what happened along the way and one in particular I I was like why why would you how do you even know how do you know people like this like I don't even how do you find these people they They come out of the woodwork and I think they hide it well they do I think that's what it is yeah they hide it well well. but they pretend like they're everybody's best friend yeah and I wonder what and then they stab you in the back the commonality is though and and part of what my conversation with this particular individual looked like was that this woman who had done all of these things to him was just born into a life of awful. Mm-hmm. So from, from birth, mm-hmm. she's in survival mode. Yes. And when you're in survival mode, you don't know how to turn survival mode off. No, because you don't. as we talk about the subconscious, yeah. it's just yeah. reinforced, it's reinforced, and reinforced, yeah. and so, especially as a child, where you're mm-hmm. just such an innocent being, and you just it literally survival mode, and you mm-hmm. have people, you don't have people taking care of you, and you don't have a safe space. You you learn things along mm-hmm. the way 
to protect yourself. It's self-preservation. And so even into adulthood, you have these things in you that say, well, it's not a lie because I believe it or somebody will believe it Mm -hmm. or it will protect me somehow. Mm -hmm. And I, I... it's almost like they don't have the awareness that it's okay for me to be wrong here. Like I have to feel. You have to be right. They have to be right. Yeah. So here's to the feel interesting. Safe. Correct. Okay. So here's the interesting thing about that. Not everybody who comes from that situation does these things. Well, thank God. Mm-hmm. So how much of it is nurture versus nature? Mm, the classic question. The classic question. Well. I don't know, Monica. Tell me. <laughs> the I don't know. I don't know the answer, and I don't know that the answer is out there. Because a lot of the way that we're programmed, well, pretty much all the way that we are programmed is from our nature or um, from our environment. It's not necessarily our nature. It's the things that are told to us, the things that are put into our mind from society, our friends, uh, culture, and then how much of that is our nature and how much of our nature takes over for the programming that we have. How much of our nature can say, oh, this happened, but that's okay. You know, like the pessimist versus the optimist. How much of that is that? And, you know, it's not um, gonna be like an exact answer uh, for everybody. Um, So, you can have 100 people in this situation, right? They grew up in a horrible, abusive, on their own situation. How many of them are going to turn out one way? How many are going to turn out another? And there are too many variables there are in the individual so lives. many variables yeah. and so many things that can happen. And one thing can put somebody on a completely different path. They can encounter one person. Just one person who believed in them. Mm -hmm. And that puts them somewhere else. Somebody else can encounter that same one person who believes in them. It doesn't have any effect on them. Well, the opposite is true as well. You can can look at a, I'm using air quotes, normal. A normal Mm -hmm. functioning human in a family with both parents and siblings and had everything they needed or wanted, (laughs) right? Does that even exist? (laughs) Let, air quotes, Monica. (laughs) And and you hear this happening all the time. They got into a romantic relationship in which Mm -hmm. they were deeply injured by that person. They were hurt. And then from there on out, didn't trust anybody or anything ever moving forward. And so all future relationships were then injured because they didn't know how to let that one thing go mm-hmm. so you, and you also have the people from those uh situations those family situations that look perfect from the outside yeah who end up not on a great track later in life oh the for me decisions and choices we make along the way right we, we're always i think always is a funny word yeah. um doing the best we can with what we have Correct. And I feel like at some point, it's important for each of us to make the realization of, okay, what are my actions? Who am I? Who do I want to be? What am I doing? Taking responsibility for yourself. And I feel like that is the aspect that is missing, especially in like Amber Heard is not taking responsibility for herself. Mm -mm. And I feel like that is the problem 
And the person who did this to me, they're not taking responsibility for themselves. Mm -hmm. They're pushing blame everywhere else. Instead of looking at yourself and saying, okay, what did I do? And what can I change? How can I be better? Yes, that is hardly existing in the sort. That's something that you and I speak about all the time. Personal responsibility. All of the time. But even, so in my circumstance, um, broke my heart. Uh, oh, absolutely. That's the, not to lessen anything. No, what I was going to say is that uh, my very first friend here, my very first organic friend here reached out to me months later and questioned me as to why I would have pursued getting that person taken off of the streets. Mm. She questioned me telling the truth. Uh, and she was my friend. Yeah. And said, this is life changing. Why would you do that? And I said, because it's true. Uh-huh. And I didn't even pursue it. The county pursued it based yeah. on my police report. I just wanted him to stay away from me. Mm-hmm. I didn't pursue him going to jail, his sentence. I didn't pursue any of that. The county did. Mm-hmm. And my friend came to me and said, why would you do this? And I was so taken back. I was so yeah. hurt. I was taken aback. A, a woman, a friend, somebody mm-hmm. that had known me for eight years. Why would you do this to him? I was like, why would I what? do this to him? Why would he do what he why did to me? Why would he put hands on me? <laughs> yeah. I just wanted him away from me. I filed a police report. I didn't file anything further. Mm-hmm. The DA picked that up and said, oh, this guy's dangerous. We're going to pursue him. Yeah. I didn't want anything to do with it. I'm not a dramatic person. I just wanted to feel safe. Yeah. Which was why I went for a restraining order. Which, by the way, don't do shit if they're going to... He broke it the same day. Yeah. Right? Like, so... I was just appalled that my friend would come and say, why would you do this to him? Now, here's what I learned about that person, my my former friend. Yeah. She had a history of abuse, of being physical, of, of having been physical with her partner. She was abusing or being she abused? She was being abused. She was being abused. And... To whatever extent it was, she had shared stories with me. Mm. And so it was like almost normalized in her world. Wow. Yeah, he does this, but he doesn't mean it. Oh. Oh. If you all could see my face when I say that out loud. He doesn't mean it. He doesn't mean it. I will tell you what, when it happened to me, he wasn't behind his eyes. It was like he was seeing red. Mm. He has... Serious mental problems. And so earlier when I said, I honestly hope that she get Amber Heard gets the help that she needs. I really mean it. Yeah, Because definitely. there is something so awful about this, these internal feelings and that you have to express yourself in the manner that she did. Mm-hmm. Because all of this has consequences. Yes, it does. And I truly, truly hope that she gets that. It's She clearly has mental health issues. It seems to be the case. And at what point, you, you know, like, so back in my instance, going to jail for that person, that wasn't going to reform them. What mm-hmm. would have reformed that person was some intense psychotherapy. Mm. Did Major, they get that? No. They just got jail. I asked for it. Mm. I asked the judge for it. 
Because I know what our jails do. Yeah. Our jails provide stronger drugs than the drugs that he would have been on when he did that to me. Yeah. So he came out worse off than he went in. And I knew that. But that's not the system. Mm-hmm. So as much as we need honesty and truth and the way that the system works, the system is still also faulty. It is. Which it's that, it's that like awful duality of, you know, believe all women because mm-hmm. the system is broken. But the system is broken, so believe all, you know, and it's just like. It's the categorization yeah. of all. Yes. Because it's never all. Like we were talking about before. Not everybody who comes from a not-so-stable childhood turns out with a not-so-stable life. It's not all. There's never all. It's not... You can't classify any group of people. Right. And say all. Right. Unless that group includes just you. And even (laughs) then... (laughs) I don't always... Do the same thing. Yeah. There's no alls. I mean, some people don't even sleep. So some people don't eat. So you can't even say, well, all people do this and all people do that. But that's not even true because not all people will sleep. Yeah. At some point, I think all people need to sleep. And if we don't eat, we will no longer be people. But, you know, it sounds like the baseline of, of all of this is self-preservation, right? Somebody is going to tell the truth or not tell the truth based on self-preservation. Yes. Uh, but then there's even, it goes even deeper than that. Yes, self-preservation, but what makes one person tell the truth for self-preservation versus somebody not telling the truth for self-preservation? Mm-hmm. Where where in your brain, because we like talking about how it works, like where in your subconscious or unconscious mm-hmm. does that come from? Where does that come from? And that's what's so fascinating about the human condition, right? Mm-hmm. And it's things like this trial, this uh, reality television that we were all. You I guess know, that's what it was. That's yeah. what it was. I guess that's what it was. And why? It was fascinating. Why Absolutely did we get that in public, though? Why was that not a closed court? Why was that that's on television? Question. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. If I went to court for something similar, would it yeah. be on television? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> right? So what's that? What is that about? That's that's fascinating to me. Why did the whole world get to see this? Is it because it was Johnny Depp? Could be. Like who had to sit there and sure. agree that question. this should be on television? Is court always on TV? I don't know. I don't know. I've never looked. Let's think about so OJ Simpson was yeah, on television. He was on television. Um maybe this stuff is on TV and we just don't ever no one ever watches it. Oh, I think if it's on TV, people are watching it. Well, because here's the other thing, right? Yeah, that's a good point. Whatever reality television is, it takes people out of their own life yes. and it lets them judge others for yes. it, right? Yes. Or go, oh, holy it hell, makes them feel better my life's not nearly as bad right? as I thought yeah. it was. So this is reprieve for my own crap mm-hmm. for a while. And then, then we get to talk about other people's junk, right? You and I are doing it right now. Yeah. I mean, we're doing it in the, we identify with, mm-hmm. with different things that, that we saw over the course, but like, same thing as reality TV, right? Like, why do people watch reality TV? I used to be a, a heavy reality TV watcher. Oh, really? And it, it wasn't that I would get vested, but it was like, that's background noise. And that's mm. like, oh, they got some stuff. Like, yeah. Uh, and it was almost like, 
It was. It was like watching a movie. Yeah. And I'm not a movie watcher. Like uh, I am a movie watcher. Yeah. I'd rather watch a movie than I don't. I like don't get reality invested TV. in any of it. I, mm. I don't watch. Oh, I don't watch anything but uh, Paw Patrol and Google. Yeah. These days <laughs> with my kids, but you know, I, yeah. Before kids, I used to. But it would always be after work, right? Yeah. After my own shit happened that yes. day, it'd be after work. It'd be on in the background. It'd be whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe I was watching, maybe I wasn't, but it was just something that wasn't mine. Mm -hmm. And maybe even a movie, that that was too structured. I just never got involved in movies. That's just not how my brain works. I'm not a movie person. But something like reality TV really worked for me. Mm. And I think that that's part of the fascination of a trial like this, right? It's so much reality TV that... It's even it's even more reality than reality TV because mm-hmm. as we know reality TV is very edited and scripted. It is. It's Whereas really this reality. is a trial. This is happening yeah. in real time that yeah. we're seeing what is happening here. That was real life. Yeah. They're real life. So there's something even more appealing to the masses about mm-hmm. something like this trial versus even something as crazy as reality TV. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I wonder how many people identified with something in that. I think a lot of people I feel like that's why it was so popular Hmm. is because I feel like a lot of people identified with it. I think a lot of people saw right through what was going on. It was so obvious. I'm not sure how anybody could be supporting Amber Heard unless you are just believe all women. But it's not all women and all women are not lying. I would say it's such a small, less than half of a percent of women lie about this but that's been an issue for a long time is that people have always said oh well she's just lying she just wants money she Mm. just blah 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 but that's not the case like it takes a lot of courage to come out it does and say something like that it does there's another case going on right now that involves something a little bit different i don't know if you've uh, heard anything about deshaun watson Mm -mm. the quarterback Mm -mm. He used to be a quarterback for Houston, and uh, he is been, has been accused by 21 different massage therapists of sexual misconduct. Wow. The extent of which I do not know. But once you have... Okay, one person could potentially have made that up. I, I'll give you that. But when you have 21 people at 21 different places spread out all over the place there's something there something is going on and apparently and I don't know if this is true but he offered them a large sum of money to drop the charges Mm -hmm. and they said no Mm -hmm. so I would not imagine that they are lying but that's what's been going on and this other team picked up this quarterback they Mm -hmm. traded for him so, to me, that's a bigger issue because what is this team saying? Like, they want to win. They don't care that this person off the field may be doing something, which I'm not saying he did because well, we no, don't he's know. not the first professional athlete that we've seen. No, in, like, whether they're accused by wives or girlfriends or right? other, you know, whatever. He's just the latest in he's the just news. The latest. Now, when 21. you said that, that reminds me of Bill Cosby. How many women came through, right? That also reminds me of, did you hear that um, it was the, was it the doctor of the women's Olympic team? Oh, the gymnast. 
Yes. Yes. Luckily, he was found guilty. He was. He was guilty and he was so found So many guilty. of those young yes. girls. Oh, that one was horrific. Young girls. But and yeah. we're, when we're talking numbers, yes. right? And imagine being the first one to be like, this happened to me. It and takes giving so the courage, courage to the other women to say, and hey, this is where Me Too to me matters. Too. It happened That's to me That's where too. it matters. Because that is truth. That was truth. There has to be something true in what these women are saying. What happened? I have no idea. But there is some truth in that. That many women do not come forward. Because that ruins your life to a certain extent, too. Yes, absolutely. That's not easy to do. And you have people to live say, with oh, that shame. They're just doing it for the money. Like, no. No. Do you have any idea what that takes to come forward? <laughs> a lot. Yeah. And I have zero respect for that football team that picked him up. Yeah, and well, in every and other I hope professional they lose every sport game. team, like <laughs> again, he's not the first one. I hope one. they never win again. We've seen this happen time and time, and as athletes, they get traded, right? So there mm-hmm. are allegations against so so many male athletes. I I'm sure they exist against female athletes. I don't know. It's just less televised. I, you know, I, I don't know. We see it with male athletes: football, basketball. I don't know. The hockey Aggressive players get the aggression sports. out on the ice. Yeah. I don't see it so much with the hockey guys. But it's these sports where they're almost they're they are their own celebrities. Mm-hmm. And so they I don't know if the feeling is I can get away with this. I don't know if it's I can buy my way out of this. I don't know. But we've seen time and time again athletes get off. Mm-hmm. When there's video evidence of this happening in apartment buildings yeah, or elevators or what right? And and what happens there? Mm-hmm. And they get traded to a team and they, you know, go about their life. Like, business. it's... Not in all cases. There have been some cases where it has ended their careers. Mm. As it should. I mean, that's not... I know we don't like the should word. However, this is not a way for people to be treating other people. Well, so we don't like the should word because it's judgy. And what yes. we are doing here is judging. We which judging. we can fully sit here and say we're using the should word because our belief system says yeah. that I am judging you if you assault another person. Well, yes, I am judging you. I will say it out loud a hundred times. Yes, I'm freaking judging you if that's that's the case. Mm-hmm. So yes, you should all of the things that we say. So let's just clarify. We understand the reason we're using that word right now. Yeah. And... God, you know, what? Yeah, what is it? And does this happen as much in other cultures, in mm. other societies, or is this more of an issue with something the way that the American society is set up and operates? Well, so let's be specific on that. I know what? it happens in other countries, right? I was, no <laughs> I was doubt. Gonna say. No doubt, it's human behavior. But it's not all human behavior. Yeah. It is human behavior for whatever reasons are behind that. And those reasons are not an excuse. Because each and every one of us is responsible for our own behavior. And each and every one of us cannot hit somebody else. I don't know why I'm making a connection to this, but follow me on it. Um, I'm thinking back to there was an experiment done by a teacher in the 70s and this had to do with um racism mm-hmm. or so she did it wasn't a black white thing in in her classroom it was uh okay today it's blue eyes and brown eyes 
mm-hmm. or it's uh, brown hair and blonde hair or whatever that is, or you're the letter A and you're the letter Z. And and the the goal of the experiment was what happened, right? If, if we are told, okay, group A is the best, they're the smartest, they're the prettiest, they're the this, they're the this, and, and it's then fed into our head that group Z is not, they're ugly and they're dumb and they're this and they're mm-hmm. that, and they don't get to play with the toys that group A does, right? Who in those groups, and this was done with children, mm-hmm. take hold of that as their identity. As their as identity. Their programming. Like, and start oh, treating okay. the other group as less than or more than. Mm. And and I saw, it must have been a documentary. They brought these students in her classroom. Mm-hmm. Now this, I think, is a teacher, maybe a doctor, who speaks about racism mm-hmm. and classism and, and, you know, stuff like that. And, and it was just her experiment in the classroom. The next day, she switches it. Right? Mm. The next day, no, no, no. Now this group is better, prettier, smarter, da da da. And this group, and then how quickly they turn on each other. Wow. In the opposite direction. In the opposite direction. And so I'm just, I was identifying with what you were saying there because, like, how do we attach ourselves to different identities Mm -hmm. as to who we are, how we behave? with ourselves, with other people, identities, mm-hmm. right? Ego. Yeah. And just that experiment was how quickly that happened. Yeah. Well, that's how they were being programmed. Yes. This is what they were being told, and that's what they were being, they were taking on as truth. Oh, I'm better than you. Okay, I will act as such. So what was I doing to relate to what you just said? <laughs> <laughs> it sparked something in me to think, like, it. some of it is programming. Yeah. Oh, definitely, without a doubt. The things you're told as a child have a huge impact. I... And then, as adults, we have to unwrap all of that. Oh, yeah, you hear... Again, we talk about it all the time. It's this... I call it the agreement, right? Mm-hmm. I'm in on the four agreements. This agreement that I have made that served me up until now may not may no longer serve me. Correct. Right? And we talk yeah. about the, okay, don't touch the hot stove, right? Yeah. That's an agreement we Which can agreements, keep. Look yeah. both ways before you cross the street. That's an agreement we can keep. But maybe these childhood agreements that we've made that subconsciously, right, they were put mm-hmm. into us. Maybe yeah. we actively or inactively made yeah. them. Maybe when we're 40, they don't serve us moving forward. Yeah. Or maybe it took us... 20 years to recognize that this thing, this agreement that I had been holding on to really hadn't served me for the last 20 years, but now I'm going to actively make an agreement, a new agreement yeah. to change moving forward. It takes awareness. Though, oh, always. And that's the really big thing. And that's probably the first thing I tell all my clients is bring it into your yep. awareness. You have to know what you're doing if you want to make any changes mm-hmm. because if you have to do something different to get a different result, but you don't even know what you're doing in the first place, how are you ever going to do something different to get a different result? Right. We talked about that in our And then you're just like a episode. mouse on a wheel, just rotating, yeah. rotating, rotating. Yeah, we did. You have to bring it into your awareness. And that is the hardest part. It's very, very difficult. And oftentimes without a coach or somebody telling you, you know, start paying attention to what you're saying to yourself. Pay attention. Don't listen as truth. 
because our minds mm-hmm. lie to us constantly. And the truth may be that Amber believes her own truth. Yes. This person that made up the story about me, they believe their own truth. Yep. So then it comes back to, well, what is truth? But you have to be aware of these thoughts. Yeah. And it's important to not take them all on as truth, to examine them, to be curious about them, look at them. And it's... Is this true? Does this feel true? Is this hurtful to me? Is this hurtful to others? Is it hurtful to the planet? If it is, it's probably not a truth. <laughs> right. Yeah, I say that all the time. We don't have to believe everything we think. And and what I was I was going to say in regard no, to that is and you shouldn't. Uh, well, I mean you can't we think are true. You shouldn't um, think believe and everything. We need though. To, it, it's the examination of the thoughts. It's the examination. So And that takes a lot of work. It takes yes. a lot of being willing to say, Okay, I might not be right. How can I be a better person? Oh, that's hard. To it is be very right. hard, and it's. I mean, the it gets easier. Important. <laughs> I'm raising my hand. It gets yeah. way easier. It gets way easier. <laughs> it does. It definitely gets easier. It's very hard in the beginning. Well, and it's easy for I'm gonna say society, but really I'm thinking about your situation. I remember you going through that situation, and as your friend, I get angry with those people. Mm-hmm. I know it to not be true. Yeah. And I want to go and, ah, right? Like, I'm cocking my fist back. Like, don't say that about my friend. You know it's not true. How Mm -hmm. dare you? I'm going to kick you in the shin. And you're just a a dick, right? Like, this is not. And so it upsets the people around you as well. And so there's this bubble that's then created in anger and mistrust. And it's easy for that to happen. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say that it didn't totally hurt your feelings. You knew none of it was true, but you, it still affects you. You still take it personally, even though that's an agreement that, and you, and it's very hard not to. That's the human condition. Of course, we're going to take it personally. We can coach ourselves all day long. It's not about me. They're clearly hurt people, right? Hurt people, hurt people, people. people. but that still doesn't make us feel better about Mm -hmm. it. And so, yes, there are the agreements and we always go back to them and maybe it's a platform to land on. And and it is for me. Yeah. But that doesn't change the fact that it hurts. No. And then if something hurts, we do things that maybe we don't necessarily want to do, mean to do. Like sometimes there's this, this air of desperation when we're hurt. Mm Mm-hmm. That's true. Even though we know we're supposed to, you and I, we know we're supposed to supposed to same thing judging right because we have the awareness yeah and you and i do that all the time yeah we judge ourselves constantly because we have a certain level of awareness and still it hurts it does and still it doesn't feel good and still we lose sleep and still we get emotional about it because that is the human condition and so we can know all day long the quote rules Mm -hmm. right the ways to walk ourselves back and still we are human yeah and we are not exempt from the human condition and so Knowing that there are those people, those hurt people, those self-preservation lying to get by people. How do we, I'm going to use the word good, even though we can have a whole separate podcast on good and bad. How do we go about life like trying to not let those things affect yeah. us? I think that's one of the big challenges of life. Mm-hmm. It's just you live and you learn. And you really can only make the changes if you want to make the changes, right? You like have to we want can to make look the at changes. those people and be like, "Let me coach you, let me help you," right. and that's 
that's the thing I think that probably therapists, teacher, all all the helper people, coaches, yeah, they always all the helper, help. they just want so badly. Yes. I can help you. I can help yes. you, but you can't help anybody unless they want to be helped. They, have to want to be helped. And that is one of the hardest lessons. Not only lessons. do they have to want to be helped, they have to be ready. Yes. So you can want help and not be ready. And that's where this beautiful idea of detachment comes in. We've mm-hmm. heard the word thrown around. So like really what is detachment and it is such a difficult thing mm-hmm. to do because we spend our whole lives attached yes. to people, right. to things, to ideas, to uh, so, so many things. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a difficult concept. I mean, it really takes a lot, a lot of work. This idea of detachment. I, I got this. This is from um, what's called the Virtues Product. Uh, it's the website crestingthehill.com.au. And I thought it was really beautiful. I sent it to um, a client of mine. It says, detachment is experiencing our feelings without allowing them to control us. We step back and look at things objectively. We let go and accept what we cannot change. We detach from others' choices knowing that their spiritual work is not ours to do. We choose how we will act rather than just reacting. We step away from harmful cravings. We can listen without losing ourselves. We can see our mistakes honestly, make amends, and start afresh. Detachment allows us to be in the world, but not of it. It Mm -hmm. frees us to lead our lives with grace. And I thought that was a really beautiful way of putting that. Now, that doesn't change how it difficult is. it is to achieve. No, it's very difficult. Just but, like with the four agreements. Yeah. It's so simple and yet so hard. And the thing of it is, it's okay to make a mistake. Yes. It's extremely important to take responsibility for it. Yes. And I think that's what is really lacking. Yeah. And it just all comes back to personal responsibility. The personal responsibility of Johnny Depp, of Amber Heard, of each and every one of us. We all have personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. And we are all going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. It's inevitable. Yes. It's another part of the human condition. It's the human condition. Sometimes you hurt people without meaning to. Life goes on. It's important, though, to take responsibility for that. Yeah. And it's important to apologize for that yeah in my opinion and it doesn't necessarily have to be to the other person depending on the situation you know you know that opens up a whole a whole nother thing that I is a whole nother thing the idea of closure yes and I will say closure doesn't exist Mm -hmm. you you will never get closure from another person No. You cannot rely on outside sources to give you closure. Closure exists within yourself. Correct. And whether whether you get an apology, whether you... Probably not. Most people aren't even aware of what they have done or what (laughs) you feel they have done to you, right? Because there's the perception. There's all of these different... So How each of us yeah, interprets You hear that all the time. I just need closure from my boyfriend who broke up with... Honey, girl, boy, whoever. It does not (laughs) exist. Closure exists within yourself. It is not an outside force. You are not going to feel better by anybody giving you or telling you anything. You have to get good with you. Mm -hmm. And that is the only way that you really are going to be able to move beyond whatever that circumstance is. Mm -hmm. And I think that we give our power away too much. 
Yeah, I would agree. And that's why we suffer so much. Mm-hmm. Because if we were able to take on that personal responsibility of, well, you know, I may feel that they owe me something, but that's really not a great way to move about life. Yeah. I have to get good with what this circumstance yeah. is, whether they are or not. Nobody Forgiveness really owes isn't you for the other person. Yeah. Forgiveness no, is for, for us. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, that's why I love the idea of the, here in Hawaii, we have Ho'oponopono. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. Please forgive Please me. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Yeah. Now, that's powerful when practiced with ourselves. It is very powerful. And I think that people forget that we are, are we are people too, ourselves, you know, like yeah, to look after our really, own souls. Yeah. And, you know, we look, because we're looking out at the world. We're not looking at ourselves, but we're looking out at the world in this self preservation. Yeah. But sometimes we don't include ourselves in yeah. that. And a lot of times, uh, we take on things that don't belong to us. Mm-hmm. Like that person who wrote that about me, it really has nothing to do with me mm-hmm. and it's not about me. And it took a while for me to be like, okay, this is all about this person. Mm-hmm. And I hope someday the truth comes out. I hope they're found out. And I'm not going to be the one to do it. I could... I could post all kinds of stuff and I can get in that nasty and what would that serve? It would just keep me in this and keep me from moving forward. Right. And so I have to forgive myself Mm -hmm. for feeling the way I felt, for taking that on. Okay. I took it on. I did. I took it very personal. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's not about me. Yeah, and that's really where the whole ponopono comes at. Pono exactly is righteousness in, in, in Hawaiian, yeah. and the I'm sorry, right? Yeah. I'm sorry to myself. Yeah, self, please forgive me. Yeah, thank you. I, I I love you, and to say I love you to yourself is so powerful. Yeah, most but people to, don't say to that. To get there, that's a hard one. to forgive yourself for these things, yeah, so powerful, and. I got the first couple times I allowed myself that I cried. I cried, yeah. I cried, I cried. It was like that tapping that that therapists do with you. Like they it just released so much. Mm-hmm. To just allow yourself forgiveness right. is really a beautiful thing. And and it was and it changes the way you look at the situation because now I like I honestly feel bad for this yes. person. Yes. Yes. I do. And that's such an amazing thing. And I place hope that be. they receive help yes. because they desperately need it. They Empathy is a really, it's a powerful tool mm-hmm. to help us get outside of ourselves. Yeah, and it can be a hard one to find sometimes. Sometimes it, it's easy, sometimes yeah. it's not. It's, um, was it Dr. Seuss? Was it Dr. Seuss? Those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. No, I don't know who said that. I think it, but was, I've heard I think that. it was Dr. Seuss. So those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. I think is a really yeah. wonderful, powerful statement that says, like you, like what we were talking about. I, I would know that those things are not mm-hmm. true about you, and that doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. Yeah. But that means that the people who would believe those things, who don't know you well enough, they don't matter in your life anyway. No, they don't. And so that circle is really an important place. Mm-hmm. You know that that it's it's kind of a safe place. And they're in their own bubble, floating away in the wind in yes. the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I really, I, I like that, 
that we're ending it here with the the righteousness, the forgiveness, the awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are certainly people out there that we are going to come across that do wrong by us. It's inevitable. It's where do we go from there? Mm-hmm. What do we do? And with it's it? not always intentional, and no. I think that's important to remember. It's not always intentional. Yeah. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is intentional. Sometimes you write an op-ed that's not true. Mm. <laughs> Sometimes you intend yeah. and malice. And that's coming, st- you know, still coming from somewhere that probably is unintentional, right? I'm unintentionally hurt and I'm going to take that and use it for not yeah. good, for evil. Yeah. And so, yeah, it comes down to choice and awareness. Yeah, it's all a choice. We can all choose mm. whether to do these things or not. It's whether you take those just split second it takes to step back before you act. Yes. That's the beauty. Not reacting, but acting. That's the, the, it's such a powerful idea, right? That we have the ability to really choose to control to be in charge of mm-hmm. our own lives. And yeah. that's scary to people, right? Like, no, 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 no. Things happen to yeah. me. No, 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 Nothing happens to you. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Let's, we can have Personal a whole another thing on choice. Stay yeah. tuned for that podcast. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk, we'll talk about, about choice. <laughs> well, thank you, Monica. I really enjoy our conversations. Thank you, Jen. Me too. We'll see you next time. All right. See you later.